This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Folks, this is your former president, former commander-in-chief, former chief executive of the United States of America. Beautiful country, by the way. Beautiful. We had it perfect. We had it great. But Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, he came in, he screwed it up. Unbelievable guy. I had your 401ks up, 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 up. I had Wall Street rocking and rolling. It was so unbelievable, rocking and rolling. We had it going great, but he ruined it. And folks, we are listening now to the Dustin Gold standard. I love gold. I love standards. I love the, I love Dustin's. Unbelievable. Dustin Hoffman, Dustin Diamond did a porno flick. Unbelievable guy. So great. And so we are going to listen to the Dustin Gold standard. One of the great shows, great podcasts, unbelievable podcast, greatest podcast of all time. It is the gold standard of podcasts. It's one of the best. In fact, it is the best, the best podcast we've ever listened to. I've never heard it. Don't like it, stupid show, so dumb, but it's fantastic, tremendous, it's great, unbelievable. And so, folks, I just want to tell you while I'm here, Dustin was kind enough to give me the mic. Great guy, by the way, unbelievable guy, nice hair, beautiful hair, not as nice as my hair, but so good. Great guy, great last name, gold, gold, unbelievable. Not as good as Trump, because Trump you could spell in gold letters in the side of a building. So you don't really need the name to be gold when the name is Trump and it can be put in gold. But it's unbelievable. It's going to be great. But folks, we need to win the next election to take back this country and to make it great again. We need to take it from Sleepy Joe, take it away from this guy, unbelievable, horrible guy, so stupid, always snoring, falling asleep, can't remember where he is, shitting his pants. Unbelievable. He shits his pants constantly. Huge dumps in his pants. But last time when I was president, I told you the election was rigged. It was stolen. Even though I was in charge of the government, and you want to believe I was in charge of the government, I was in charge of the government. So I could not stop the election from being rigged and stolen. But now that I'm not president, I'm going to stop the election from being rigged and stolen. And we are going to do that because you are going to vote Harder. Vote harder, like a giant erection. An erection election. It'll be unbelievable. Erection election. I love that. I'm going to coin that phrase. Trademark it. Erection election. Love it. Fantastic. So great. So great. Like Blue Chew. You know Blue Chew? Unbelievable pill. Same active ingredients as Viagra, but in a small chewable pill. Blue Chew. Every podcaster's out there is promoting Blue Chew. I'm not promoting Blue Chew. Never use Blue Chew. Dustin doesn't promote Blue Chew. But it's a stupid little ad, and we like to make fun of it. So... What you need to do is you need to vote harder. Not while you're harder, just vote harder. Like slam your finger into the machine or write harder with a pen, whatever it is, and we will overcome the rigging of the election because the riggers will rig and the riggers will jig. I don't know. They'll dance or something because they're so happy because they stole the election. So, folks, you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Grab a cup of coffee. Come down to Florida, sit out in the sun, down here around Mar-a-Lago, beautiful place, unbelievable, most unbelievable place in the world, known as the Southern White House, 
So great. So great. And you sit out here. We don't have 5G. I got 5G band down here where we are at Mar-a-Lago. But the rest of the world, you have it. So come down here. Don't get cancer. Don't get 5G cancer. And enjoy Enjoy the dust and gold standard while you drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink alcohol. I don't do drugs. And I don't hang out with, uh, with creepy people like Kevin Spacey or Harvey Weinstein. Only Jeffrey Epstein. I hung out with him. But ignore that fact. It's okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the dust and gold standard. Greatest show of all time. My favorite show. I've never listened. I listen all the time. Believe me. It's going to be great. So stupid. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Zinny.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Thank you all for joining us this evening. One of the reoccurring shows we're going to do here, one of the topics, is we are going to be analyzing articles and the information which is in these articles to discuss something that is very near and dear to my heart, and that is the fourth industrial Revolution, And for those of you who have not heard about the Fourth Industrial Revolution, of which I do not think there are many in their audience, this was a term coined by Klaus Schwab, the CEO and founder of the World Economic Forum. Now, the interesting thing is that for many of us, we did not really pay attention to the World Economic Forum or Klaus Schwab until... 2020, shortly after uh, COVID land kicked off into our lives. And then people started researching, and there should be credit given to those independent journalists like Whitney Webb and Jason Burmis and others, and to Mike Moore and Maria Albanese right here at Payne.tv for discussing the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, and the Fourth Industrial Revolution early on. As of late, I've been doing a lot more research, digging deep into the history of the World Economic Forum, into the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and into the Great Reset, of which Klaus Schwab, the leader of the World Economic Forum, says the Great Reset is basically the time we're living through now, leading into what would be called the fourth industrial revolution of which I believe we are living in. All evidence points to that. And the elites, as crazy and psychopathic as we believe and know they are, and people like to discount the things that they say as just crazy hyperbole, these people are the most powerful people on earth. Many of them, yes, puppets, and there are more powerful people behind them. But obviously, they have power, they have influence, they have all the money in the world to advance the tenets of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is what would lead us into the Fourth Industrial Era. So one of the things I'm going to do is begin presenting articles to you on technology related to the Fourth Industrial Revolution, on companies that are promoting the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and 
also go back into the history of when the Fourth Industrial Revolution began to be talked about by the elites, by the social engineering class, of which I call them, the people that sit at Davos at the World Economic Forum, the people that sit on the Trilateral Commission, on the United Nations, on the Bilderberg Organization, people that go to uh, Bohemian Grove and such. And so one of the things that's important to know, and we will do an entire show on this, is Klaus Schwab's book written in 2016 called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. I've read that book a couple of times, and we are going to be doing not only one show, but multiple shows in which I will read the book and analyze it for you in real time. It's important that you know this stuff, and as you know, one of the big themes on the show is we don't want to become so black-pilled that we become depressed over the fact that life as we knew it before, say, February, March of 2020 is not going to come back. There is no resistance, there is no organized revolution, and there is really no going back to the world as we knew it before March 2020. That is not to say we have to become depressed. I am a strong believer in creating a new future for ourselves. As these psychopaths, these elitists, the social engineering class, the stakeholders, as Klaus Schwab refers to them, are carving out a future for themselves, which looks like a world of artificial intelligence run by robots in which these people upload their consciousness into the artificial intelligence mainframe and live inside the future metaverse, I think many of us could actually pull, pull back. And as Mike and some of his guests like VM and Maria Albanese have said, we need to shrink the size of our world. We need to focus on ourselves, on our immediate family, on our larger family, on our friends, and figure out how we can build allies through shows like this, through networks like pain.tv, I see the future that eventually we are going to have to secede in a sense. And that's not secede, meaning that we're going to uh, move through the process and get people elected in our county boards and our state, and then we're all going to have vote and call for a constitutional convention, stuff that just is never going to be done. I'm talking about seceding in our own mind. I'm talking about getting land, moving into an area with other people, uh, who want to do the same thing, who are like-minded, and that we can build sort of a, a modern version of an Amish community. I'm also a believer that you can't go completely off the grid, uh, at least right now, if you still need to make money. So we are going to focus on how you live one foot in the matrix and one foot out of the matrix, how you can live a natural life with your family and at the same time be able to step into the matrix when you have to make money to buy things that you cannot produce, you cannot manufacture, you cannot grow, you cannot breed on your homestead. And so that is something that I think is a realistic approach, and we are going to discuss a lot of that. Not just how to survive in the fourth industrial revolution, but how you are still going to be able to thrive in it. It may just not look like the world, the materialistic world in which you know of today. As they reinvent, as they great reset, we are going to have to great reset in our own personal lives. But let's get to this article in which I found uh, from November 2nd, 2016. So three, four years before COVID kicked off in March 2020. GE.com, that's General Electric. You know who they are, a large company. This is the 
ethical underbelly of the fourth industrial revolution. Now, I have been bagging and tagging a lot of these articles. And this is by Mildred Z. Solomon, again, November 2nd, 2016. There's a lot of these articles I dug up online that were written inside uh, either the news, the blog sections, internal news, uh, intranet of many of these Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies. Remember, the majority of these companies, and not even the majority, all of them, are on board with the World Economic Forum. When we watch speeches, and we'll be doing this as well, playing speeches from the World Economic Forum and analyzing those in real time for you, you will see that when psychopaths, literal God wannabes like Yuval Noah Harari speak at the World Economic Forum, although he may sound like some psychopathic serial killer, he is speaking in front of what we perceive to be the most powerful men on earth. He's sitting in front of heads of state, CEOs, bankers, uh, major heads of universities, uh, trade organizations, unions, etc., etc., etc. These are the technocrats that, in fact, rule over us. These are the social engineering class. These are the people who make the plans and then execute the plans. And this you're going to see through the shows we're going to do, that this has been going back for 100 years, 200 years, 300 years. It goes on and on and on. This is not new. This is not some group that we can just oust. They are, in fact, the social engineers. And part of the show is, is learning to accept that and that there is no billionaire there is no Donald Trump. There is no Elon Musk who is going to save you or your family. You are going to have to do that yourself. And so I am going to teach you about their plans. I am going to teach you about the technologies in which they already have, which they've already deployed, and things they admit to that have not yet been deployed, and stuff we're going to be talking to a lot of insiders, a lot of contacts that I have who are going to talk about technologies that you don't even know about and that I didn't know about until I had these conversations with my sources. So let's go into this. Remember, GE is a member of the World Economic Forum. And so in 2016, when Klaus Schwab wrote his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, he uh, was able to push this out amongst his group of peers, amongst the association, the organization, the World Economic Forum. And so the CEOs of these companies began to prep their employees and their customers for what was yet to come. They will always tell you that the stuff they are doing, that the policies that they are creating, that the strategies that they are implementing, that the technologies that they are developing and employing are deploying are for the good of the people. They will never tell you that a brain chip that they want to put in your head is to control you. They will say that it is to cure brain cancer. They will say it is to help people with dementia. So you would have to believe that these technocrats are in fact humanitarians developing a brain chip for about 0.01% of the population. That is not the case. These people lie. Now, they may believe they're doing good. There are a lot of people that believe they're doing good. 
There are nurses, the black widow types, that go and they kill a patient because they think that they're putting them out of their misery. There was people like Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, who spread the free love movement to then go and push abortion. She was a eugenicist. Maybe she really believed she was doing good when she said that she had to kill off all of these sort of subhuman creatures, people that she deemed to be uh, not deserving of life. But she was being compassionate because she said the poor people or the Negro really, you know, was being put out of their misery. So there are people that believe they're doing good. Do I believe all the people at World Economic Forum think they're evil? I don't know. That's up to you to decide. But let's take a look about what they were writing in 2016 because I want you to get an idea of the thought process for the last six years. So, the ethical underbelly of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. No technology is neutral, and the Fourth Industrial Revolution has brought us enormous powers, according to Mildred Solomon, president of the Hastings Center and Harvard Medical School professor. Quote, now we must use them wisely, end quote, she writes. Here are the four biggest ethical questions to consider, including ensuring that everyone will have access to technology's benefits. Do you see that? It's exactly what I just warned you of what they were going to do, right? Let me repeat. Here are the four biggest ethical questions to consider, including ensuring that everyone will have access to technology's benefits. This is going to be a reoccurring theme on this show. What I envision when these people, and you will see this come out of the mouths of people like President Donald Trump, all the way to Klaus Schwab, to Yuval Noah Harari, the prophet of the fourth industrial era, you will see them saying that they just want to give this technology to the people. They want all of us, all of us to have access to it because that's what's fair. And you will see them do this time and time again. You will see Elon Musk out there saying that he believes artificial intelligence is dangerous to humanity. Therefore, he needs to harness it. He needs to be the purveyor of artificial intelligence so that he could give it to you. Listen, let's just make this clear. Elon Musk gets to play the richest man on the earth every other day. He trades positions with people like Jeff Bezos. If Elon Musk was as influential, as powerful, and as wealthy as we are supposed to believe, why would Elon Musk not go out on the world stage and call for an international treaty to ban the development and research and deployment of artificial intelligence? Instead, he claims that he needs to be the one to be in control of it, and this way he can make it fair and equitable. He's a liar. He's a con man. He is building artificial intelligence. He and many others are part of this game. None of them are looking out for your interest. They are only lying to you. Let's move on. And let me say this. Every single time you see this theme come up, every time you see the technocracy, the technocratic overlords, tell you that they only want to give you this technology, they want to give you the secrets to quantum physics and the secrets to artificial intelligence. They want you to have full access to it. I really want you to try to envision a scene from a movie. And it's a fairly common scene in a number of movies. 
there are two men. Man number one is standing next to a ditch in the ground. Man number two is standing with a shovel, and he's actually digging the ditch. Whether this be in the middle of a desert, whether it be next to a trench in a military battle scene, or whether it be in the middle of the dark, scraggly woods. And so man number two, he's sort of lackadaisical, happy-go-lucky type of guy. He's just digging this ditch and digging this ditch and digging this ditch while man number one just stands there and watches. They look at each other in the eye for a moment, smile, get back to work. Man one just watches it, man two, who just keeps digging. And eventually man two finishes. And he wipes his brow of the sweat and he dusts off his shirt and he jams his shovel into the ground and he turns and he smiles at man number one, gives him a thumbs up, he's complete with his task. And man number one reaches into his waistband, takes out a revolver and shoots man number two right in the head. Man number two falls into the ditch. You see, man number two had no idea that he was actually digging his own grave. Each and every day that goes by, we humans are man number two. Man number one is the technocracy. Man number one are the technocrats. Man number one are these dystopian oligarchs who tell us that we are just doing a task. They are being kind. The fourth industrial revolution and the technologies that come with it are inevitable. And so they will teach us a new set of skills. There will be government programs so that we could go back and be re-educated so that we can get jobs in this new technological world in this new fourth industrial era that is coming quickly upon us. You see, they will teach us because they love us and they want us to succeed. They are our friends. Bill Gates, Peter Thiel, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. They're our friends. They love us. Even President Trump would have his daughter Ivanka create programs in order to reteach us to re-educated us, to, to give us the skills we need to survive in a technological world. But you see, humans are generally good-natured. Us, at least. Humans are generally worker bees. We do our task to get our paycheck so we can get our money, which is basically just food coupons, that we can use to provide for our family, to pay for shelter, to pay for food, to pay for water, to pay for clothing. And once in a while, to buy a luxury or to be able to save. And the technocratic overlords, they know this. They are man number one. They give you the skills, the shovel. They have you dig the ditch, your grave. They have you program the very prison planet that is being built around us to help them build the very artificial intelligence that they are using to replace us. And yet we gladly do it. 
We stand by happy-go-lucky, and we allow them to use us to dig our own grave until they take that revolver from their waistband and shoot us in the head. That is the truth. It is a hard pill to swallow, but that is the gold pill because this is the dust and gold standard, and I will only tell you the truth. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold.